Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Well, good morning. I say good morning to you. The clock behind me says 2.28 p.m. It's Thursday where I'm recording this. But for you, it is Friday morning at 11 a.m. if you're watching this live. So we're going to bring on Dave Hayes, also known as Praying Medic. I've been looking forward to having him back on for quite some time. So it's going to be great. We're going to talk about all things Q. Uh, it'll be fun in one of our Prophets and Patriots episodes. So this is always fun with Dave. Uh, before we bring him on, let's quickly remind you about the how your generous donations are being carefully used to really bless the people of the earth and bring people to the Lord. So without further delay, here's one of those spots for you. Uh, I appreciate you guys giving so much. Uh, the, your donations are just so carefully used. That, that that one that you were just seeing in Ethiopia where there's a gusher, they're not all that big. All of our wells are not that big. In fact, that was an exception. Most of them are hand pumps that they can be easily uh, dug for small villages throughout Uganda, <laughs> Uganda and other places. This one, a whole community needed that, that gusher. So it's so fun to watch that come in and it hit an artesian well. It has its own pressure. That's why they call it artesian, and it just gushes like you'd see those oil rigs do. So it's fun to see that one. <clears throat> anyway, thanks so much for supporting this ministry and, and bringing fresh water to those on the earth that have never had it in their life. So we appreciate it. I know the Lord does. All right, it's time to bring in Dave Hayes, uh, also known as Praying Medic. So with another episode of Prophets and Patriots, here we go. Praying Medic. Good to see you, Dave. Hey, Steve. What's going on? Yeah, it's been a couple months, I think. I don't know. Did you do uh, one of our shows without me doing the interview? Did someone else on our team do uh, an interview with you? No. The last show that I did, I think we talked a little bit about uh, Q and yeah. some of the dreams that Andrew Whalen has had, uh, the Mr. Miyagi story. And Oh, so, right, right. Now, have you met Andrew by now or...? Uh, we, we are acquaintances. We text each other periodically. I, I haven't met him in person yet. Yeah. Great guy. We're going to have him on again soon. That guy yeah. is a pro. Well, you're a dreamer. He's a dreamer. Yep. Uh, His dreams yeah. are amazing. Aren't they're they? Very they're very, very, most of them literal, but not most, not every dream is literal, even with the most literal dreamer, but wow, he's got yeah. some amazing stuff. <laughs> I could tell you stories, but you know, we don't have time for that today, but <laughs> Uh, but Dave, we're going to talk about Q. You've written how many books on Q or that concern concerning Q? Yep. So my third book on Q just came out. Oh yeah, let's show that. And the title is "This Is Not a Game." Wow. Uh, a, a somewhat famous phrase from uh, the Q drops, and uh, it's seventeen chapters that cover. Um, a variety of different Q posts. I'm, I'm doing the books in sort of a chronological order. Yeah. So the, the first book, uh, Come For the Storm, covers the early first few months of Q's posts. And then the, uh, the second book, um, Great Awakening, covers another four or five months worth of posts. And this third book, This Is Not a Game, uh, picks up where book two leaves off. And I just continue. Awesome. Uh, that makes you think of that famous movie war games where where it started with the game is that what's it what it's a take of yeah uh, yeah uh q q has used that phrase initially from 
as a reference to the film War Games. Yeah. Uh, but it Man. has taken on a different meaning. <laughs> oh, that's um, good. After that, in the sense, the way that Q uses it, it um, a, a lot of people think that Q is just some person uh, on, on 4chan or 8chan or, you know, the bullet, the message boards, who is playing a game, um, keeping us amused, um, maybe a CIA uh, psychological operation, that there's nothing actual, uh, no actual intelligence, no, no real verifiable information in there. Um, Q just wants to know people to know that this operation that Q is um, involved in is not a game. It's not a game. Let me, and let me, to that end, I was going to have you at the beginning because there's always a few hundred or a few thousand new people that have never heard you before. In, in you know, just a couple minutes, who is Q? How long has he been around? And why do we care? What is he? What's he going to do? What's he or it or they? Uh, just kind of like summarize that before we get into the today's okay. topic. So yeah. Well, Q. Uh, we don't know who Q is. We don't know the identity. Okay. Uh, even the FBI doesn't know the identity of Q. Really? Actually. Um, did an investigation to try to determine the identity of the person posting as Q. And they were unable to come up with the identity of this person or group. Wow. Um, that information was actually posted on the FBI vault Twitter account. They posted their findings of their investigation and they couldn't figure out who Q was. Wow. Q has been posting on various um, internet messaging boards since the, uh, October of 2017. Initially started posting on 4chan and then end up, ended up moving to 8chan. He was on, I think, six different 8chan boards Wow! before they took down 8chan because of Q. They deplatformed that website. And the owner had to create another website to replace it called 8kun. And then Q started posting on 8kun after that website went live. There have been almost 5,000 posts to date. Uh, the last post was November 27th of last year. Okay, it's been a long gap then. It, it's been a while, but the longest queue has gone without posting is about a year and a half. Okay. Um, I do not think that the queue operation is over. Um, in a recent post from November, one of the researchers asked Q if he had time for a question and answer session. And he responded that, that was, it was planned for a future date. So we're going to get another, a fourth question and answer session. And we'll talk about some of the other Q&A sessions that Q has hosted um, a little bit later. But basically what Q is, uh, Q is, is uh, a, an individual or group, we don't know, okay. a person or group. They have posted, uh, like I said, up to 5,000, almost 5,000 messages. And the messages um, help researchers uncover clues that expose institutional corruption on a global scale. Corruption in government, corruption in the media, in higher education, in every aspect of society. And Q is essentially uh, an open source information project that helps average people uncover evidence of corruption. That's what Q is. That's what Q's objective is. Did I hear you one time say that Q asks more questions than gives you facts or something like yeah. that? Yeah, especially 
in the early uh, first, I would say, four months of posts okay. uh, that the first 1000 posts, I would say lots and lots of questions. Um, Q t- uses a Socratic method to teach. So lots of questions. Who is this person? Uh, who is this person? Who is this corporation? What What is this corporation about? Uh, if you looked into their tax filings, what would you find? Why does it matter? They'll say, well, why, why is that? this relevant? Yeah. You know, uh, you know, who knows how to keep secrets? Who knows where the bodies are buried? <laughs> when do birds sing? When do birds sing? And the interesting thing about Q is Q says that questions provide answers. Okay. Many times, if you answer one of Q's questions, you you will, or if you dig and research, you'll find the answer to something that is not very well known to the public. And sometimes the question itself is an answer. So Q <clears throat> might ask a question like, um, uh, what was, and this is just a, this is just a, uh, a uh, <laughs> hypothetical. Q yeah. didn't actually post this. Yeah. Was there cocaine found at the White House recently? <laughs> Who was at the White House recently? Define corruption. <laughs> All right. So, you know. So Q, in other words, he might triangulate it so closely yeah. that he, Q, that he, Q will that he told you the answer kind of. Yeah. He will sometimes um, hint at obvious things that most people know about. Sometimes hint at things that people don't know about. Um some subjects are things that we all know about, but don't have the the information, the detailed information. And Q will um, ask us to or suggest there's information we need to dig into and to find, uh, connect the dots, and get the bigger picture. So that's wow. that's kind of what Q is all when about. He, when Q posts that, because I don't just out of time, I don't tend to follow it. But if I if I had more time, it would be fun to follow it. But um, oh, how is I going to ask this? Now it's going to now I'm going to lose it, but. Um, uh, I'll, it'll come back to me and I'll ask, I just lost the question. Um, well, I better turn, turn you loose on today's content because you got some good stuff. So and then we'll do some Q and A, uh, this right. too. This will be fun. All right. All right. Uh, all right. So, uh, I'm going to, uh, follow in the footsteps of Johnny Enlow. Okay. And Andrew Whalen, who like to read. Oh, okay. <laughs> while they're on camera. <laughs> Because well, Johnny Enlow will tend to look way down like this. Yeah, there, there's there's a lot of information, and I, and I uh, I have most of it memorized, but I don't want to misstate dates, sure. you know, times, yeah. and things of that nature. So, all right. In a couple of posts on November fifth, twenty seventeen, Hugh mentioned ten days darkness. Now. A lot of you are aware of this idea of 10 days darkness. Yeah, it circles a lot. Cycles around. What's that? Yeah, it cycles around the Patriot channels a lot. They'll say, yep. oh, is this the beginning of 10 days of darkness? Yeah, it's a yeah. big rumor thing. It, is this the beginning of 10 days darkness? And and what did Q mean by 10 days of darkness or 10 days darkness? You didn't actually say 10 days of darkness. Um, so there, there's been a lot of speculation over the last oh six years since that post that there was two posts on November fifth on the same day. Now, uh, I, I'm just going to give you my take 
yeah. on what this is all about. And with Q, you have to, um, it's you don't have to, but it's very helpful to put Q's posts into the context of current events that were happening at the time Q oh, was too. posting. All right. That is very, very crucial because a lot of things were happening in 2017 and 2018 that we've kind of forgotten about. And those events are the context connected to what Q is talking about. If you take something that Q said and rip it out of that context, you can make it mean anything you want. Yeah. And I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. So what happened on November 5th, 2017? Well, this was immediately after the uh, dozens of members of the Saudi royal family were arrested in a corruption crackdown. Um, there was apparently a plot to get rid of or usurp power from Mohammed bin Salman, who was the uh, crown prince. And this was uh, being hatched by people like Al-Walid bin Talal mm. and other, other members of the Saudi royal family. Well, Mohammed bin Salman had a lot of the members of the Saudi royal family and hundreds of Saudi businessmen arrested. Wow. Uh, hundreds. That was on that was on November 4th, 2017. Q was posting a lot about this issue at that time. And the 10 days darkness comes in into the uh, it's a it's a very long post where the, this is first mentioned. And a lot of the things that are mentioned have to do with Saudi Arabia. Uh, so that's your first clue about what this might mean. And I'm not okay. saying it's connected to Saudi Arabia. But <clears throat> let me let me just read the first post for you. Okay. So this is from November 5th, 2017. Q wrote 10 days, period. Next line, darkness, period. Scare tactics, mainstream media, Democrats falling, Republicans walking away removed. SA, Saudi Arabia. There's an arrow pointing to U.S., arrow pointing to Asia, and an arrow pointing to EU. This information is real. Distractions are necessary. Focus was on the U.S. today while the real happening in Saudi Arabia under the same context. Military control, martial law, military strike, rogue, etc. What Q is telling uh, people here is that he had been dropping hints about uh, Hillary Clinton, John Podesta, and Huma Abedin being arrested that first week of November in 2017. Wow. Q was driving a narrative about the arrest of powerful political people in the U.S. It was a distraction <laughs> to keep people's eyes on the U.S. while they were planning the arrest in Saudi Arabia. Oh, okay. 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 So when Q says distractions are necessary, that's what he's referring to. Uh POTUS, Twitter attack, see above, important, why is this relevant? What was the last tweet by POTUS prior to Saudi Arabia? Interestingly enough, the last tweet by President Trump prior to the arrests in Saudi Arabia, he was actually tweeting about Saudi Arabia. And Q suggests, was this a, uh, why is this relevant? Uh, oh, hang on. Q says, um, what was the last tweet by POTUS prior to SA? Why is it relevant? Saudi Arabia, one. U.S., two. Asia, three. EU, four. He was giving us an operation of the removal of corruption. First, it happened in Saudi Arabia. Then it's going to happen here and Asia and, the, and Europe. So there is a planned 
exposure and takedown of corruption around the world. That's what Q's operation is all about. Where is POTUS, Trump? Why is this relevant? Military operations, operators in U.S., Snow White, The Great Awakening, Godfather 3, Q. Well, all right. That's now, I'm going to let you go on that, but for context, that that's all got happened then. All of that, all that was going on, and that he was going to all these countries, one, two, three, four, ending up with Europe. That has that not happened, happened yet. Oh, it's that has not, not happened. happened. Oh, no. okay. Only Saudi Arabia has happened. Oh, okay. Because I've seen a video out there where they claimed he went this, then he went to the Queen, then he went to Europe. Yeah. Yeah, this nope. is okay. Not yet. Nope. Okay. I haven't, haven't seen that yet. But, okay. Uh, this is a this is a long term plan to remove global corruption. It it started in Saudi Arabia, and it's going to. Next, come to the United States. There will be operations here that will remove corrupt people in places of power. Okay. Uh, it'll also happen in Asia. It will also happen in Europe. It's going to be a global takedown of corruption. Um, that is all yet future. Okay. And right. is there a hint, Dave, <clears throat> on timing, like how close no. it is? No kind of hint at all. Mm, nope. <laughs> what's your yeah but okay what's in your head your eyes just did so, uh, yeah so. well i think the removal of corruption in the u.s is going to happen relatively soon okay that's good news that's kind of what i was hoping i think it'll could. happen before the 2024 election i'll just okay. say that okay um yeah some yeah. general came out and was saying he doesn't even think there's going to be a 2024 election did you see that yeah oh yes uh that yeah. is um that's What's his name? Colonel, um, retired Lieutenant Colonel. I can't remember his last name. He's Scottish or Irish guy. Is he, is he a white hat or? <clears throat> yeah, I think he's a white hat. Okay. He, he's one of the few military people that I think has a good read on Ukraine, what's happening there, and a good read on what's happening geopolitically in the U.S. and around the world. And I think he is worth listening to and following. Okay. I I doubt very seriously we're going to have a an election in November of 2024. Same thing, you agree? Yep. Uh, and the, I, I, I think there's going to be something else happen be, between now and then. Yeah. Well, it sounds like the uh, takedown will have happened before that, which would which would answer a lot of unanswered questions right now. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, All right. Oh, so I'm going to go, go back ahead. to ten days of darkness, if I may. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So. <clears throat> Uh, so this message was posted right after this member of the Saudi royal family were arrested. Right. Now, later that day, actually, um, what looks like about uh, that first post was just after midnight on the 5th. The second post came in at about quarter after six Eastern time. So this is a long post. Uh I don't know if I should read the whole thing. Um, Your call. Your call. All right. I'll read the whole thing. Okay. Just to give you guys some some idea about the flavor of Q's post. So Q starts out this post with the phrase game theory. Define. So what is game theory? Game theory is a study. It's a study of um, moves and counter moves and strategies and tactics in, used in games and military operations, and how you try to um, guess 
what your opponent is going to do and set up strategies and, and tactics and moves to counter their what you believe is going to be their strategy. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. So then Q, the post goes on. Why is this relevant? Moves and counter moves. Who is the enemy? False flags. Shooter identification. Shooter history. Shooter Ooh. background. Shooter family. This Ooh. is referring to the Las Vegas shooter. Okay. Because the Las Vegas shooting happened about a month before Q started posting. So Q is asking people to look into the ID, history, background, family of the alleged shooter in Las Vegas, because Q says false flags, right? So Q was telling us that the Las Vegas shooting was a false flag. And I'm going to read a little bit more of this, and I'll give you my theory on what Q is getting at. Okay. MS-13, define hostage, define leverage, MS-13, shooter family, hostage, force, narrative, race, background, why is this relevant? Okay, so that that ends that part of the post, and then it goes down to talk about General Flynn. So um, it has been theorized that the Las Vegas shooting was a false flag designed to distract people's attention away from another event that was happening at the casinos in Las Vegas that same day. Oh, wow. And that event is the attempted assassination of Mohammed bin Salman. The very guy that has, was... Uh... Who had his members of the royal family arrested. Okay, wow. There was shooting at more than one casino. There are recordings of shootings at other casinos that same day. At the casinos or from the casinos? You know and I mean? inside of the casinos. Oh, okay. Not outside, inside. Okay, if wow. you go through and listen to all and watch all the video from the day of the Las Vegas shooting, you'll find that there were multiple casinos where the shooting was, shooting was being reported. Wow. And Q has hinted some pretty interesting things. In in a number of Q posts, Q has suggested that members of the Saudi royal family attempted to assassinate Mohammed bin Salman in Las Vegas that day. And the shooting at the Mandalay Bay uh, at the concert was a distraction to divert people's attention away from the assassination of Mohammed bin Salman, the attempted assassination. Even more interesting, Q has hinted that Trump flew to Las Vegas on an unmarked military jet to meet with Mohammed bin Salman and give him information and then flew back to Washington that wow. same day. Before the attack? Before or during the attack. And um, <laughs> that so... That's huge. And of course, Trump is still president. He's been president, what, about a, a, a year about that time? Yeah, so he was inaugurated in January. And this went down, uh, I think that shooting was in October or was it August of 2017? Oh, less than oh, just half, part of a year then. Okay. Yeah, so so this is the kind of stuff that Q talks about. This is, okay. These are the kind of subjects Q brings up. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going on this post. Okay. This post continues and it says, Flynn, what is Flynn's background? Uh, what was his rank? Was he involved in intel operations? What access or special privilege? Why is this relevant? Setup, 
who wins, who becomes exposed. So Flynn, Lieutenant General, he was in charge of the Defense Intelligence Agency, uh, highest classification. Flynn knows where the bodies are buried. He has access yeah. to all the information on the deep state. All right. Uh, so who wins, who becomes exposed, who knows where the bodies are buried, Flynn, who has access, what is MI, military intelligence, who was part of military intelligence during Barack Obama's term, who was fired during Barack Obama's term, Same guy. Flynn, why is this relevant? Reread complete crumb graphic, paint the picture, disinformation exists and is necessary, 10 days, darkness. Ah. War, good versus evil. Roadmap of big picture is here. Review post happenings, clarified crumbs, not only for you, the silent ones, others are monitoring, friends and enemies, instructions, Snow White, Godfather 3, Q. All right, so <laughs> that's that's the second post that contains 10 days darkness. By the way, what's Snow White? Do you know what that is? Snow White is a signature, and Snow White is uh, was decoded by Q as uh, the CIA. Okay. Because the CIA has a supercomputer, has actually a bunch of supercomputers, and uh, they their first array of supercomputers <clears throat> that they had that they used for uh, surveillance, they nicknamed the supercomputers um, the Seven Dwarves. Oh, okay. And because their computers were nicknamed the Seven Dwarves, um, Q and other people refer to them as Snow White. Just as for generically. So yeah, all of them yeah. Snow okay. White is a code name for the CIA. Okay. If you look at these, you, know, you saw both of these posts that I just you didn't you didn't see them. I should have given you guys images that you could put up here, but I didn't think about that. Uh, next time. In this post. The, the signatures that appear at the bottom of the post are Snow White and Godfather 3. Q's signatures are often the titles of books or films. If you know a little bit about the book or the film, it'll usually give you some clue about what is intended with those posts. The previous post, the signatures were Snow White, The Great Awakening, and Godfather 3. Uh, all right. So... I'm going to I'm going to uh, just kind of keep going here. Yeah. Uh, the following day on December 6th, and Anon on the board asked Q, I have a question. Ten days darkness when? And Q responded, shut down. That was it. OK. Now, some people have taken from that. Yeah. That, that 10 days darkness is about an Internet shutdown. The power grid shut down, but Q has not confirmed any of that. Um, and I don't think that's actually what the intended meaning was. Okay. So um, let's see. We're going to skip ahead about a week. Going okay. to December, December 14th, 2017. Q actually got locked out of one of the boards. <clears throat> oh, really? Uh, yes. Couldn't put in his trip code. And so <laughs> he was... He had to tell the board, he said this, blocked from posting and entering my trip code. It would appear that this board has been compromised. And then, let's see, four, 40 minutes later, Q posted again, lost access to CBTS. That was a board that Q was posting on. 
No ability to enter trip code Q. That message was followed by another message, and this was on a different board, on 8chan, uh, the board poll. 24 hours to restore trip code or departure, Godspeed Q. So Q is letting the Anons know, I'm locked out, I can't enter my trip code, someone has locked me out of the board, the board's been compromised, uh, if it's not restored, I'm out of here, I'm gone. The following day, Q posted on the HN board poll again to advise that he was unable to post securely on the board. We may have exhausted our ability to maintain safe comms, Snow White, rig for silent running, unknown return, Godspeed, Patriots, Q. Mm. So Q is kind of letting them know we're in a kind of a, <clears throat> a dire situation here. And then 13 minutes later, Q posted again. Follow the crumbs. You have it all. Uh, security configurations will be analyzed. Dark 10, enjoy the show, Q. Dark, number 10 in brackets. All right. So here Q is, is telling the nons, I'm having problems posting. And what is this dark 10, 10 in brackets thing all about? Well, okay. that's, again, a reference to 10 and Darkness, right? Okay. And Q is kind of now tying his, the dark 10 thing into his inability to post. All right. Because that's the context. That's what's going on at this time. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. So let's see. 10 days later on December 25th, Q posted this. It's the number 10, comma, in brackets. The number 10-9, as if starting a countdown. All right. So if you're looking, if you're thinking 10 days dark, Q is, Q is letting Anons know, hey, remember that 10 thing that yeah. we are talking about? It's yeah. coming. 10, comma, and then in brackets, 10, the number 10, comma, 9. So you would, if you think that's the beginning of a countdown, you go 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. It's a countdown. Okay. It's a, it's a countdown of 10. All right. Uh, and then the next line on that post is operational window 5-6 F Delta C25 through 26 secured floor is yours. Twitter FW, Twitter kill rogue, confirm white, white Q. So these are all, and Q says operational window. What is an operational window? An operational window is a time frame in which you have the you can carry out operations. And that operational window has defined time parameters. Okay. And Q is now putting in 10 and it looks like a countdown in uh, in his post. Now, prior to December 25th, 2017, the longest Q had gone without posting was four days. Q had had posted at least every fourth day for about two months from end of October all through November and December. Now Q went dark for 10 days starting on December 25th. Q did not post for 10 days until January 4th, 2018. Okay. And that post was, that post was, had a whole lot of stringers. Um, J slash go DX two dash eight. Everything has meaning. Who is ambassador Matlock? Yes. 
And then there's a whole bunch of other stringers. There's an EO classified uh, stringer in there. But the interesting thing is Q did not post for 10 days. So on the 25th of December, Q posts this 10, 10, 9, and then doesn't post for 10 days. I think that 10 days darkness was nothing more than a warning to Anons that he was gonna, there was going to be a time where Q would not post for 10 days, where he would go dark for 10 days. For whatever reason that he didn't he didn't say. He just went operational considerations. Yeah, for, for whatever reason, we don't know. Q doesn't tell us. What Usually, why? Sometimes Q will tell us why he hasn't posted. Usually, Q does not explain why he has gone dark. Can you clarify one thing? Yes. If he was locked out, how was he sending messages saying, I'm locked out? I'm a little confused. Different board. Different, he just went on a different board where he was not locked Yep. So locked he had out. been, he, like I said, and that's why I said this, he initially started posting on 4chan, the board poll. Yeah. Then he moved to 8chan. Uh, CBTS, Calm Before the Storm. And he has posted on a bunch of different 8chan boards, like I think about six or seven 8chan boards before he finally, they shut that whole website down. Okay. So he wasn't able to post on one board. He posted on another board where his trip code was not locked out. His The, the current board he had been posting on, the, the board owner, each of the boards on 4chan and 8chan, those boards are all, they have a board owner. Yeah. The person who's the administrator. And your trip code will work on any board except if you've been locked out. And Q's trip code had been blacklisted on that board. And there's a story that goes into that. The board owner was found to be compromised. Um, he was probably either bought off by the CIA oh. and told to... He was instructed to tell the board that Q was compromised. His trip code wasn't any good and that <clears throat> it wasn't the same Q that had been posting. And Q and the board owner had a little confrontation going back and forth, kind of accusing each other. And Q said, well, this board's compromised. I'm out of here. I'll go to another board. So okay, uh, well, there's, there's, there's drama that goes yeah. on. Well, yeah, I, said, I didn't realize that some of that was going on. That's interesting. It makes it a little fun almost. Yeah, all the boards that Q has, has posted on have either been compromised by the board owners or they've been shut down. So one um, at a time, the deep state, you know, wins another one. And does, do they just keep opening a new channel? Yeah, or... yep. new, new website, new board. Uh, and we're going to talk about a new board here in just a little bit. Okay. Um, in, in the next segment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, yeah, well, not the next one, but we'll get to it eventually. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm going to segue now into um, a different set of posts. And when it, I told you a little bit about signatures and how a signature phrase is, it's a phrase that Q uses to tie together posts about a certain subject. And if, if, it's, if the signature happens to be a film, if you know anything about the film, that yeah. will help you understand the posts that have that signature phrase on them. So <clears throat> it's a little bit it's a little bit uh, complicated, but uh, <clears throat> Q provides just fascinating information if you're able to connect the dots, connect the signatures, 
and understand the relevance of all these different posts. So uh, let's see. One of the signatures that Q has used is Iron Eagle. Uh, so Iron Eagle uh, is a, it's a film. Is that the one with Lou Gossett? By any yep, chance? Lou Gossett Jr. Was a, okay. was a jet pilot. Yeah. And he had, he and his buddy were flying a mission over the, in the Middle East. His buddy was shot down. He's taken prisoner. He was sentenced to death. The U.S. government wouldn't do anything to help him. So the pilot's son and Chappie, the character Lou Gossett plays, they did a little rescue mission to the Middle East to get their friend. Sort of off the books, you know, like they yeah. weren't spoken. Okay. Well, they stole a couple of F-16s. <laughs> That's off the books. <laughs> In an unauthorized operation, yeah, rescue <laughs> operation, right? So that's that's the kind of the the whole idea behind the film Iron Eagle. Now, what Q will do is Q will take a uh, a film at, that has some similarity to a real world event. Okay. And as Q is giving us information about that real world event, he'll then put in the name of the film or the book in there as a clue hey this is all these posts with this little phrase in there they're all talking about this subject whatever that subject is all right so <clears throat> we can assume then that the posts that contain the phrase iron eagle have something to do with the middle east and some bad guys and some good guys you know playing cops and robbers or and almost know, maybe some vigilantes some righteous vigilantes taking action or something yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to crib here from uh, from the book. I've got okay. the book open here. Now, Q had had uh, posted a little bit about Iron Eagle in 2017, but it became more common to see posts with that signature in 2018. And um, I'm just going to uh, give you some background. Uh, Around that time uh, that Q was posting about Iron Eagle, President Trump was in negotiations, um, and, and he was he was basically talking about pulling out of the Iran nuclear deal. That was a big thing going on at that time. There was a lot of controversy about it. Uh, Emmanuel Macron came to the U.S., and he tried to get Trump to stay in the Iran deal. Angela Merkel came to the U.S. and she tried to get Trump to stay in the Iran deal. All the European leaders wanted Trump to stay in the Iran deal. Q has suggested that those people were paid off to keep the Iran deal going. And Q has actually suggested that they were being paid installment payments wow. by the U.S. as hush money to keep them from talking about what they knew. And that the money that was sent to Iran didn't actually go to Iran. It went other places. It was used to pay off political leaders. Are you talking about the money that, that Obama sent over there? On yes. The, on the yes. tarmac or whatever. They, okay. if, you, if you track that money, it was actually converted. It was sent into euro. It was converted into euros and then okay. dispersed. And there were five planes that, that dispersed the money. And most of it stayed in Europe. It didn't go to Iran. Oh, well, that's good news in a way. Yeah. A little, the people little, that were uh, getting paid off uh, under the Trump, uh, uh, during Trump's 
thing. Was that a treasonous act or just unethical? I mean, what? Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. For them trying I, to... I, I don't know the legal term for it, but okay. there were some shenanigans going on regarding okay. the Iran deal. Okay. And so so that's the that's the backdrop of this the posts that have the phrase Iron Eagle in them. Okay. Now... Uh, I'm going to jump ahead here to some posts in in April, uh, April 21st, 2018. Okay. So Q posted this. What will next week hold? Moab Q. Mother right. of all bombs, right? Mother of all bombs, right. So when Q talks about Moab or bombs or booms, He's talking about big events happening, big things happening. Okay. And Q was telling us that next week, the week after April 21st, something big was going to happen. All right. So Q then responded to that post and said, fire up the memes. Please stand by on the clock, ready to play Moab incoming. Wow. Interesting. So in a non posted on the board and asked Q, hey, Q, is Macron a true ally to Trump? And Q said his sole purpose for the White House visit was to convince Trump on behalf of the EU to remain in the Iran deal. You decide. All right. So we're going to skip ahead a little bit here. Um, all right. April 23rd, Q posted this. Think SA, Saudi Arabia. Order is important. Saudi Arabia, North Korea, North Korea, Armenia, Armenia, Iran. Any other rogue nuclear states define hostage, define protection. Who is protected by rogue nuclear states? Trust the plan. The world is connected. Why are border states like Arizona and California important? Why is Mexico vocal against Trump? Those who are the loudest. Where we go one, we go all. The Great Awakening, Iron Eagle. Hmm. Okay. So Q is putting in that phrase, Iron Eagle, into this discussion of rogue nuclear states. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, uh, let's see. The next day, April 24th, Q posted this. Iran is next. Marker is in brackets. The word marker. Reread POTUS today. Mark, Trump said, mark it down. Iran will have bigger problems than ever before. Signal to Iran, uh, class uh, SEC 11A PP 2.2, important, refers to more than just continued payments of $250 billion. This is where Q suggested that European leaders were being paid continued payments of $250 billion twice a year. And that post ends with the phrase, Iron Eagle. And then sweet dreams, Q. All right. So <clears throat> a few minutes later, an Anon asked Q, when will we have the Moab? And Q replied, should we tell all the good people watching the day and time? Red carpet rollout? Think logically. The world is watching. So Q was not going to overtly state the date and the time of the Moab. Ooh. Didn't want to have a red carpet rollout. Okay. All right. So that was on the 24th of April. 
on the 29th of April, Q posted a link to a tweet uh, by the Secretary of State Mike Pompeo being welcomed to Jordan. And here's here's the, the tweet. And it's actually, it's not a Pompeo tweet. It's a tweet by the U.S. Embassy in Jordan welcoming Pompeo to the country. Okay. Welcome to Jordan, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. All right. And uh, all right. Then there was another tweet by the Department of Defense, U.S. Department of Defense. Shortly after that, here comes the boom. And there's an explosion. Hmm. Emoji. USMC. Marines brace while an entrance is breached during exercise Eager Lion 18 in Jordan. So while Pompeo is visiting Jordan, uh, Operation Eager Lion, training operation, Eager Lion 2018 is going on there. Marines are there and they're doing live fire exercises. Okay. Now. Q responded to the announcement. Uh, oh, hang on a second. Let me, I can explain something. Yeah. That day that Operation Eager Lion started on, let's see, April 29th, Bibi Netanyahu held a news conference and he provided evidence that Iranian leaders had lied about their nuclear weapons program. He explained that Israeli intelligence operatives had uncovered evidence that Iran had built secret nuclear weapons facilities in Iran and northern Syria. I don't know if you ever saw that press conference that Netanyahu held. It was very interesting. Yeah, probably not on that one. He had walls and walls of documents behind him that Israeli intelligence had gathered, proving that Iran had violated the nuclear agreement. Okay. Right. In other words, more than enough to say this is why we're not going forward. Yep. Yeah. And, and that evidence, that part of that evidence was is the reason that Trump used that to say, look, <clears throat> we're pulling out of the Iran deal because Iran is not keeping up their end of the deal. It's not a good deal for us or anyone. So it's it, so so it's interesting to me yeah. that on the day that NATO forces started a military live fire training exercise in Jordan, Netanyahu exposes a covert Iran nuclear weapons. <laughs> I don't get the the live fire. What would be the implication of that? What what are you referring to? All right. So Netanyahu goes out on the world stage and accuses Iran of having an illegal nuclear weapons program. I see. Iran could retaliate, and Iran's friends could retaliate against Israel, but that would be dangerous with all of those NATO forces doing live fire drills in next Jordan. door. Yeah. Yeah. I, it seems to me like they timed this. Yeah. Like they knew that this live fire training drill was going to happen because it happens every year. Operation Eager Lion is a live fire training drill. They do it in Jordan every year. But they planned Netanyahu's announcement to coincide with that operation so they would have firepower in the area if yeah. Iran decided to do it. That's anything. brilliant. Fun. Yeah. It's actually All right. Yeah. We're smart. Now, um, Q, Q, here's here's the kicker. That day, April 29th, happened to be the night that the Emmy Awards were being held. Oh, really? 
The Emmy Awards are a red carpet event. Oh. <laughs> oh. Q posted after this, Emmy Awards, red carpet event, Q. All In right. other words, that was the, he had given a clue. A week ahead of time. Do. Yeah. When he said, should we tell all the good people the date and time of the Moab red carpet well, event? Yeah. Right? It actually was a red carpet event when it happened. Wow. And so Q again shows foreknowledge that there it's, I think Q knew that this, um, the eager lion was going to happen. Netanyahu was going to make his announcement and it would all happen on the night of the Emmys. And somehow Q knew all of that in advance. I mean, and the part of the thing that you gather in this is this is no Lone Ranger who's really good at figuring things out. This is somebody on the absolute inside who knows the entire military yep. plan. There's no way that some rando yeah. in a basement, you know, posting would, would know any of that information. Yeah, not at all. Someone with highly access to very high uh uh, highly classified information would have to put that out. And, and this and is someone that has to be in the. This is someone that almost has to be in the meetings when they're agreeing. This is when we'll right. do this. Yeah, right. So the interesting thing about this is Q doesn't give us classified information. Q gets information from classified briefings, and then puts the information out there in a way that if you can correctly guess, connect the dots, and make some assumptions you will get the information that you would need, that you would normally get from a classified briefing. Hmm. Q doesn't violate national security laws. He's not telling us that, you know, on the 29th, there's going to be a military exercise and Netanyahu's going to, you know, expose <laughs> the Iranian nuclear weapons program. Uh, he's not coming out and telling us that overtly. He hints, he gives us clues and hints. And if you put them together, you get the information ahead of time that points to events that are obviously classified in nature. So it's, yeah. it's and, interesting. And the nature, and of course, it, Iran sees the same Q posts and has the same intellectual power that, that let's say you do, that they're going, they're looking at this thing, they're going, uh, these guys are 10 steps ahead of us all the way. They saw this coming. They knew what day they were going to show this. They knew they would have a live fire. Yeah. Uh, next yeah, door. it's it's demoralizing for bad actors because yeah. they can read the posts, but they don't have enough information to piece together what is actually happening, what's going on, until the day that something drops on them. And they're like, oh, man, that's what Q was talking about. Okay. They have um, no way of And then knowing. it's too late. And then yeah. it's too late. Netanyahu, there was no hint in there that Netanyahu was going to blow the the door off of their whole charade. charade. Yeah, there was there was no uh, foreshadowing of that. In fact, it's interesting that was the very first time Q ever mentioned the nation of Israel in any of his posts. Really? Well, that's yep. interesting. That's interesting. Yep. That was cool. the very first time. There was there was no foreshadowing at all that that was wow. coming. Wow. And it's and it was a you know I think a, a massive uh, disclosure. So uh, shall we go on to question and answer? Sure. We've got a, I've got a list of questions here. Um, and I'll, these don't have to be long answers. Okay. But some of them might be very interesting to, to drill down here a little bit. Uh, Q, uh, Q suggested, this is first question. Q suggested that President Trump 
plans to reform the Federal Reserve by backing the dollar with gold. Yep. Uh, okay. What you have an answer for that? I do. Okay. So there's there were two posts, uh, two questions. So Q has hosted uh, three question and answer sessions on the board, where Anons just came on the board and asked Q questions, and Q provided answers to their questions. All right. Okay. So one Anon said, um, Q. Do we have the gold? And Q answered, yes, gold shall destroy the Fed. So that was a clear hint that Trump is planning at some point to probably put us back on the gold standard. Good. Really uh, good. And get rid of the fiat uh, monetary policy. And that will effectively, you know, destroy what, what the Fed has been doing for a long time. Good. And there was a second question, and okay. Anand asked a question, Federal Reserve ending, and Q answered structure. So Q's answer was that the Fed is going to be sort of restructured. And it's it's interesting that um, while Trump was there in the White House, he actually did restructure the Fed. And yeah. he brought many of their operations under control of the Treasury Department under Steve Mnuchin. <clears throat> Actually, um, Bloomberg posted an article when they realized what Trump was doing with the Fed and the Treasury. And the title on Bloomberg's article was Meet Your New Fed Chair, Donald Trump. Whoa. They actually, in one of the uh, market analysts, wrote an article saying that what Trump is doing is essentially giving Trump control over the Fed by bringing a lot of their operations into the treasury. So, uh, you know, when Trump comes back, I think he's going to continue that policy and uh, and finish what he started when he was in office. Uh, yeah. You know, really, really good. Now, B doesn't have a question with it, so I don't know. I could I could leave that one behind. For uh, I can, I can, let me see. <laughs> oh, you know what? Hang on. Uh, all right. Um, let me come up with a question for that one. Okay. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Um, oh, Yanan, Yanan asked, are we alone, Roswell? Yeah. And so the and answer. You said no, highest classification, consider the vastness of space. So Q has suggested that we are not alone, that aliens do exist that the alien program is under the highest level of classification and that uh, there's, uh, you know, that. And the way this is written, it says no. this is hinted, uh, even the way that you, yeah, it hinted that aliens exist. I still have my doubts, but, but you know, it's yeah. a vast, it's a vast uh, unknown out there, but we'll see. But I, I you yeah. know, I'm keeping keep an open yeah. mind. Uh, I've heard so, people go ahead. Yeah, go ahead with no, no, your turn. Okay, so here's the next one. Let's move forward on this list. Um, Anon asks, did NASA fake the moon landings? Have we been on the moon since then? Are there secret space programs? Is this why uh, the Space Force was created? Okay. And, and Q said the moon landings were real and added programs exist that are outside of the public domain. 
So again, Q is alluding to uh, probably special assets programs or uh, unacknowledged uh, programs that the government has. Uh, you know, secret space program. I believe. Yeah, well, it wouldn't make sense, program. wouldn't it? If we if we do all, all all kinds of secret military stuff that people never have known about, why wouldn't we have things going on at the moon, for instance, without telling anybody? Right. I right. mean, yeah. Who knows? All right. Um, uh, Anon asks if if Q asks you to confirm the Earth was a sphere, like a basketball. I would say that's my words. Right. Uh, uh, to shut up the flat earthers. <laughs> uh, okay, that's what this thing says. And Q right. said what? Q. Q- and Anon wanted to shut up the flat earthers who are on the board. So he asked Q, hey, is the earth flat? And Q said, no. <laughs> so according to Q, the earth is not flat. Yeah, I mean, there's some guy out there, you know, who um, Bill Godlewski is claiming it's flat, I think. I yeah, I actually out. know several people who believe that the earth is flat. Yeah, it's I don't get it because it seems too in, in, incontrovertible that it's there's so much other evidence. But okay. Well, uh, I have Q- a friend who works for Northrop Grumman. Yeah. And uh, Northrop Grumman, she works in their satellite division. They have a massive government, you know, a lot of co- contracts to build and launch satellites. Yeah. Uh, that go around the earth. Yeah. And you have Elon Musk, who's got this, you know, this internet system that's built of thousands of satellites that are going around, around the, the earth, earth, around a sphere. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't really understand how the earth is flat. If these people are spending yeah, all this it, money. It doesn't, it doesn't hold water to me. I've been up at 30, close to 40,000 feet and I see the curvature yeah. of the earth. So other people, I saw someone put a video a couple of weeks ago and they claimed to be scanning the sky and they, they, it didn't seem to have a curve to it, but I've looked at the curve from up at 37,000 feet. It looks like a curve to me, but whatever. So, yep. all right, next one. Uh, that was an interesting one. Q said that people could ignore warnings uh, about. Go to, you're going to go. You want to read F? Is it E? E. Uh, e. Okay. And, you want to take that? No, one? let me let me pull up the question for that. I guess another oh, word okay. to give you the question. Oh, okay. Um, let me get that one. Uh, let's see. All right. Uh, Q and Anon asked if there, if we needed to be concerned about power grid shutdowns, Q said people should ignore warnings about a prolonged power grid attack. Uh, saying that the power grid is protected by a black eye. And then Q never did explain what the black eye is. People have researched it, posted theories on the board. Q has never confirmed any of them. Um, I would. I wanted to add a little bit about the, yeah. the, um, the power grid thing. Yeah. So a lot of people don't understand how power grids, plural, work. Uh, there isn't a thing called a power grid, singular. Um, Power companies in, in, around the country, around the world, each have their own power grid. Here in the Phoenix area, we have a thing called it's called the Salt River Project, SRP. SRP has a power grid. Okay. They are responsible for providing power for a geographic region, but that power grid is not connected to the national a, a national power grid. 
um, they have their own uh, power grid that's run off of you know their own system, their proprietary uh, equipment and software. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now, back to the show. So um, I, I am concerned about uh, the loss of power in some areas. Uh, the Lord has given me dreams showing me that we need to be prepared. Some of us need to be prepared for power grid shutdowns in the future. Okay. Um, so, but you don't know which ones. Just that. What, yeah, and, and, I, and I don't know not, where. I don't not, know which. If they're all, what, what locations are going to experience power outages? I think some areas are going to experience power outages in the near future. And it, it, as the grid works, grids work. They're all having their own sources of electricity. They're generating. Right. And then if one goes down, other grids can shove. Uh, electricity their way if yep. if the if the wires yeah. are still they, they do that all the time yeah. different grids share energy they sell they buy and sell right. electricity from one grid to another uh if one you know power company is short and they don't have enough power to meet the demand they will buy energy from another grid another yeah. provider so that 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 does happen uh but yeah you know Q, Q says we don't have to worry about a massive global or you know, world or countrywide power grid shutdown. Yeah. Uh, what the black hole is <laughs> or the black eye, I have no idea. Yeah, whatever that was. Um, okay, so I'll ask number, I'll ask the F1. And Anon asked if the internet was protected from a potential shutdown. Okay, when, first we were talking about power grid. Now we're talking yep. about the internet. Now we're talking about it internet protected? shutdown. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. So Q did not say that there wouldn't be. Uh, an internet shutdown. He said in his response, uh, he kind of dodged the question, actually. He said, the NSA, National Security Agency, has the ability to overreach internet service providers in the event of a widespread internet disruption. So Q is saying an internet disruption is possible, but the NSA, National Security Administration, they have the ability to um, continue providing internet service if local internet server providers shut it down or are shut down. And I've actually, I actually had a dream that kind of fits with that. Um, I had a, a dream back in uh, January 17th of 2020, where I saw the, essentially what I saw in the dream was a military taking over the internet. Okay. Where all of internet traffic, all of it was coming from the military. Um, and I, I believe at some point we are going to see internet disruptions. Yeah. And I would expect that the NSA military intelligence is probably going to stand up their own proprietary internet service. They probably already have it. And they would just allow us to have access to it if other internet providers get taken down. Well, you know, the whole thing, Space Force exists uh, now. It didn't uh, theoretically before Trump came along. But a Starlink, which is a... Elon Musk's Starlink. I have, I have two internet services here out in the country. One comes across the sky like this, with a dish, and I get it. The other one comes from up there from Starlink, and I get it that way. So if one's down, I, I click a switch on my computer, and it's it's there. It's probably something like that where if you can't get it from here, 
the, the military will give it to you from here. Only they'll have to hook into Earth, Earth places or something, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it'll it'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah there's other <laughs> technologies coming about too. They're talking about free electricity and all of that that will come down the pike. I don't know if you've heard anything about that that Tesla developed a years, you know, hundred years ago. But that's that it will become available. Have you heard anything about that? Yeah, I I am aware of it. I think it would be great if we could um, unleash the free energy that. Yeah. A lot of people know exists. Yeah, um, I'm hoping that Trump, in his second term, will unlock a lot of these secret technology that's been hidden. Me away too. From. Me too. By a thousand times, you know. <laughs> um, uh, and I asked if there was a plan to in place after Trump. What and did you said yes. There is a plan in place after Trump. Good answer. I'm not asking if JFK Jr., and a lot of people don't know this, but there's this rumor swirling for two or three years, I've been hearing it, that supposedly JFK Jr. is alive and has been kept secreted away. And so this is the question. So everybody knows, why does that come from? And I'm not asking if JFK Jr. was alive. And Q said no. Um, that, that rumor, internet rumor, started on Q's board by someone who actually was trying to take over the Q operation. Oh. In Q's absence, Q had not posted for about 20 days. This was in, I think, July of 2018. And some Anon came on the board, and he called himself R. And he convinced people he was going to take over the operation for Q. Q was done. And then he started telling this story about JFK Jr. being alive and that Trump and JFK Jr. were going to so that's uh, where take, that came take the from, world huh? together. Oh, that's where that came from. <laughs> that's where it came from. I've heard all kinds of crazy things about that. And then it it devolved, if I could use that word in this context, to to Michael Jackson was alive, Princess Di was alive, and Steve Jobs was alive. Those have all been added. It has devolved even further. Has it? Uh, There is now a very very popular theory that Trump and uh, RFK Jr. are going to be the presidential ticket in 2024. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, now that one is closer to reality, right? That well, one could at least, happen. At least RFK Jr. is alive. Yeah, um, yeah, I, but I that's what I mean. I mean, it could happen in that they're both, uh, they would suck votes. I don't think Trump needs it for, no. you know. It, it's not going to happen because uh, as nice a guy as RFK Jr. is, and I know that people love him because of his stance on vaccines. Yeah. Uh, and he hates the deep state. Yeah. But, He's he's a classic liberal. Yeah, he is. He does not support Second Amendment. He would sign a. Uh, really, he does. He, he said that he would sign an assault weapons ban. Oh, okay. Forget that. I didn't realize that. I thought he was going more conservative somehow. No, no. Just he's, as it he's relates to, and he's all in on green energy and okay, uh, all that stuff. Oh, okay. Well, forget that then. I hadn't followed it. I thought, well, he must be everyone on his liberal side don't hate him. They don't want him to be elected because he supposedly stood in their, is standing in their way. So I just yeah. wondered. All right. Uh, Anon asks, is Gitmo going to be used for U.S. citizens? And I guess they mean Gitmo to for prisons or and maybe Gitmo for um, executions? Yep. Okay. What? So what? what yeah. So the Anon asks, is Gitmo going to be used for U.S. citizens in parentheses cabal? And Q, Q replied, detention centers are being prepped, monitor funding. In another post, Q suggested that there were three 
federal prisons that were being prepped to hold members of the cabal uh, while they would be awaiting their military trials. <clears throat> and uh, Gitmo is one of the places where they hold military tribunals. Interestingly enough, Gitmo is being expanded. They've expanded the courthouse annex, added another courtroom. They, a few years ago, put out uh, an RFP for a provider to put in the necessary hardware to do to broadcast trials from the courthouse. Oh, oh to broadcast them. To broadcast, aka live stream the trials from the courthouse. Wow. What do you know, Dave? Now, this is the, I'm not asking Q, I'm asking you. What do you know about uh, if there have actually been tribunals that have happened and have there actually been any executions? Do you have any basic knowledge or understanding about that? I, I have no knowledge of any of that, and I have no reason to believe any of that has happened. Okay. I know that it's very popular. A lot of people on social media are claiming that uh, half of the cabal has already been executed or that their military tribunals are going to happen in June and July. I've heard all those things. There is absolutely no reason to believe any of that has happened or is happening now. And yeah, there's been rumors about tribunals this summer. You don't think yeah. tribunals will start this summer? Well, uh, there. I don't believe there is credible information out there uh, to that would cause me to believe that military tribunals are going to happen in June or July as one of the well-known uh, internet uh, personalities has said. Now, <laughs> I I don't think they're gonna happen this summer. I think they'll happen soon, okay. but I think the people that are saying that they're happening this summer are just giving people false hope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Of course, they each one claim their own sources, and then there's people having feuds. It's almost funny, but it's yeah. sad. More than that, it's sad where they're fighting each other online for they're calling each other fake news. But well, let's see. We uh, is there anything else we, we want to cover today? We're kind of getting. Yeah, we can we can wrap it up if you want. That's what, what, is, what is the last part? Why don't you go ahead and summarize the last parts there? It looks okay. like you got some good stuff. You know, we got the watch proof. You need to. Yeah. The, the watch proof is my favorite proof of all oh, time. Oh, good, good. Let's do that one. All right. I'll just explain it. You know what I could do? I could just read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like I, I do that sometimes with my wife. Yeah. And I start to explain something. I say, you know what? Read this. All right. So oh, okay. I was talking about the different boards that Q has posted on. And in, oh, let's see. In uh, late... 2019, they, the deep state pressured, um, put pressure on internet service providers and domain registrars to shut down the 8chan website. They got it shut down. It took Jim Watkins three months to get another website online to replace it. And that website is called 8coon. If you want to see Q posts right now, they're posted on 8coon. They're also posted on other, they're aggregated and scraped from 8coon, and they're displayed in other websites. So on November 2nd, 2019, after that new website came online, um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, Q began posting on that board on 8coon under his old trip code from 8chan. He was using his same trip code, but he hadn't had a chance to verify that 
He was the same person using the same trip code and all that. During the month of November, Q would post messages but did not interact with Anons at all during the month of November. All right. Uh, let's see. Q then asked Code Monkey, the board administrator, if Code Monkey could set up a, a private board for Q that only he could post on. And Code Monkey said, yep, we'll get it set up. And Q asked for the name Project BCOMS. Um, and that board was set up. On December 2nd, 2019, Q okay. posted for the first time on the new board. The message indicated that his trip code verification was going to commence. So, and Q had posted on the board earlier, trip code verification coming, watch, pen, other uh, desk, different, different things that Q would include in his proof to verify his trip code. All right. So um, as, as Q posted that message on the board where he said his trip code uh, confirmation was going to commence, it just so happens that less than a minute later, President Trump tweeted on Twitter. And this is what Anon's call is zero delta. Whenever Q posts and President Trump tweets within a minute afterward, that's called a zero delta. The timestamp is the same. It's They post within a minute. And that is a way that Q has used historically to show that he and Trump are synchronized in their messages. Q and Trump have posted at exactly the same time over 40 times. Wow. And sometimes within three seconds of each other. So, I mean, that could mean they're sitting in the same room at the same time. That, that is generally what it's kind of assumed yeah. is that they're, they've got their messages composed and Q hits the enter button and sends his message. And then Trump hits the send on his phone and sends his message on Twitter. Yeah. All right. So there was a zero delta on that, on that post by Q. And then Q took a screenshot of Trump's tweet and his post and said, trip confirmed. All right. Now, the next post by Q was, a, was another confirmation. That post was a photograph of a pen and a wristwatch, yeah. which we had seen many times before. If you go on the board, you see the watch and the pen. Sometimes you see a folder that has like an executive order in it. So the watch showed the time of 129. And this was posted on December 2nd, 2019. All right. <clears throat> uh, we, Anons did an image search on Google. They didn't come up with anything. It looks like it was an original uh, post. In fact, Q says all of his uh, photos that he posts are originals. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Exactly a week later, to the minute, Oh, to the minute. Exactly a week later to the minute would be if Q's watch showed 129 on December 2nd, exactly a week later to the minute would be 129 on December 9th. And on December 9th at 129 Eastern, the um, Department of Justice Inspector General posted their uh, results of their investigation into FISA abuse on their Twitter account. So they're part of the thing too, because they're cooperating too. So they posted their FISA report exactly one week later to the minute on the on their Twitter account. Not enough for you? 
Yeah. At 129, that same day, former Attorney General Bill Barr posted his response to the FISA report at 129 on the DOJ Twitter account. Bill Barr did. Bill Barr did. Not good enough for you? U.S. Attorney John Durham posted his response to the FISA report at exactly 129 Eastern on the U.S. Attorney's Office for Connecticut on their Twitter account. Unbelievable. So Q posts a picture of a watch showing 129 on December 2nd. And exactly a week later, three Department of Justice tweets come out. One is a FISA report from the Inspector General. One is a response from the AG. And that's the third is a response from a, a, a special counsel. All at the same time, exactly a week after Q posted a watch showing 129. <clears throat> so how did wow. Q... Was that just a coincidence? No, I mean, it's, it's statistically impossible, you know, for that. You know, they had to be sitting there in the same room or so absolutely aligned. Or someone told them when to post their things on Twitter. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, to me, it, to me, it's beyond coincidence. Well, it tells you who's part of the team then and that Bill Barr when you know it's been back and forth is he a good guy or a bad guy good guy or bad guy that would seem to indicate he's on the trump train. yeah well i i, would, I guess I'm, I'm not sure about that because okay. i don't think i don't think that uh bill barr has anything to do with what is posted on twitter uh when he was attorney general <clears throat> i don't think the attorney general uh i don't think the president other than trump like joe biden isn't actually posting things right on, the POTUS Twitter account or the White right. House Twitter account. There is somebody else, Valerie Jarrett or Susan Rice or somebody is posting the, the information on that account. I see what you're saying. I yeah. don't think um, the DOJ's Twitter account is run by Bill Barr. I don't think I, they, I think that the people who run the social media accounts are told, take this uh, link to this article, post it on Twitter at exactly this time. Okay. And whoever runs a Twitter account does it. I don't know who gave that order. Yeah. Uh, does so it, it doesn't really doesn't that, doesn't prove who's good or bad it, on it that. It certainly isn't. suggests that there's coordination. Yeah. Yeah. It does. I would I would say that. Wow. Well, good stuff. Uh, hey, talk about uh, how people can get your book. All right. We, yeah. That pesky book. This is not a game. This is not oh, a game. Got it. It well, it is available. Believe it or not, on Amazon. Even though Amazon blacklisted my other two Q books, this one is available on Amazon in paperback. You can get it on Barnes and Noble in paperback. It's also available in ebook on Kindle, Nook, Kobo, Apple Books. Most of the ebook outlets have it. And uh, you better get it before they take it down. <laughs> no, that's crazy. I mean, all of that is proof that they're not a business, but, a, but an operation. If They could make lots of money selling your book. Yep. They're, they're turning, you know, shareholders, whatever. Forget yep. them. Wow. Okay. Anything else? Any other? Did we have your website? Did you, is that? Is uh, web- website is prayingmedic.com. There it is. There it is below. Okay. Yeah. If you have comments, questions, disagreements, or arguments, or prayer requests, you're always yeah. welcome to email me through the contact page. Yeah. So, well, I'll have more questions, you know, uh, you know, each, each of these shows has its own flavor, but on uh, another time I'll just do free flowing. But what about this? You know, but I'm curious, you've always got some good insight on your stuff. And so 
Uh, I love it. Everything I, we I'd do. love to do a Q and A with you sometime. Yeah, that would be fun, you know. And uh, but you know, we we handled a lot of that today by these questions because uh, a lot of those questions were questions I had, but I would have considered them something you probably wouldn't want to get into. I would have loved to have known what your thoughts were about this rumor about JFK Jr. And so that was in one of the cues. So that, that helped me yeah. a lot. So yeah, there's other things like that, but uh, I'll develop some more next time. I'll. I'll I'll ask, have a few more of my own as well. So, good stuff, Dave. I appreciate it very much. Uh, let's see. This is uh, this is you're watching this on Friday. Johnny Andel will be with us on Monday at eleven o'clock Pacific. Everybody have a great weekend. Thanks again, Dave. We'll see you all later. Bye bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at elijahstreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.